0: This episode of Gamescast is brought to you by Tipsy Elves. Tipsy Elves, obviously, ugly Christmas sweaters. You know what's up. I'm wearing one right now. You can see this. He's half Santa, half horse. All fun. You need to show up to your Christmas. What? Santor. He's a Santor. I like that. I like that a lot. You can go to tipsyelves.com to check out all the different Christmas sweater designs. They're like nothing you've seen before, obviously. You got Santor right here. I. That's the best thing I've ever heard in my life, Kevin. Thank you. Um, their sweaters are all about fun. They're serious on quality and construction. I'm super warm right now. I don't know if you can see it, but I am. I'm feeling toasty. Uh, when you're shopping for your ugly sweater, check out the other holiday and collegiate attire yourself or as a gift. There's a bunch of adult onesies you can get all of your friends. Uh, there's also interactive sweaters, like beer pong sweaters and cornhole sweaters. How does that work? Check out the website and find out. Uh, you can go to tipsyelves.com and enter code TEETH at checkout to get your 20% site-wide discount. Again, it's tipsyelves.com using promo code TEETH.
1: I can't take credit for Santor. That is just the, That's name, the name of the sweater. Okay. God bless it.
0: And now let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. Are you looking for the perfect gift? Let me tell you what. For only $49.99, you can get a family gift pack when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter code GAMES in the search bar. That's 77% off. But why Omaha Steaks? Over 500 gourmet gift ideas and the highest quality cuts and ingredients, one of a kind flavor, convenient, sh- quick shopping for those on your list. aged 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts. They sent us these steaks. Greg Miller cooked them. We had a fantastic Kevin, what did you think about our meal that night?
1: I ate so much meat that day.
0: He, oh my God. He made
1: all of it at once. There was sausages,
0: there was, steaks, there was steaks, it was a meat Do you remember the pork chop? Oh my God, the pork chop was amazing. So good. I love that. You saw us Instagramming and tweeting about it. It was, it was such a good time for everybody. But right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings just for you guys. Listen to everything that you'll get for less than $50. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four Kielbasa sausages? That's how you say that. Four burgers. 12-ounce package all-beef meatballs. Four potatoes all-gratin. Four caramel apple tartlets. One Omaha Steak seasoning packet. Plus, get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com. Enter code GAMES in the search bar. Add the family gift pack to your cart and get a 77% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit. And, man, that meal was good. I will never forget it. Tim, now, you were too
1: full to try the dessert. Uh-huh. The apple. Is it apple turnover? Yeah. Oh boy. It was good.
0: It was good. You guys should try it. Let me know. Tweet at me. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 96 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the coolest dudes in video games Alfredo Diaz? No and he's Greg Miller. he counts Luke no oh, well, okay. one half of the Luke coolest dudes in video games Craig sure. Miller the other half Colin Moriarty Moriarty yeah. out
2: there living the life living the life he's at the place right now that, that's on the back of the nickel
0: he's in real America the back of the nickel yeah mm. there's a little fucking house on there do and he's outside of it right now do you know what that place I, no I, okay, don't, I didn't know that. either I, I Aaron even... took a
2: photo holding up it
0: and there's the house I'm like oh alright huh hmm that I, I I can't even remember the last time I've seen him. Hamilton's a musical idiot. Too busy making them dollars. Know what I mean? Hey! <laughs> no, but I, no, I just no. We squad out, never roll along. That's what we do. But <laughs> Alfredo Diaz, Alfredo plays himself, joining us once again. It's been a long time since you've been on the game's cast.
1: On game's cast, yeah, but I popped over and did. Some uh, streaming on your guys' channel. You did some stuff. Yeah. You done the extra life stuff. I did. I did you, you did. You did Outlast. Yeah.
2: Uh, you did. Uh, you did the Titanfall review for us. I you did. did the Titanfall
1: coverage for us. Yeah. Thank you very much for that. Oh, it was fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you been? What's been going on?
1: Uh, good. I mean, this is my season right now. All these FPS games are out. You know what I mean? All the all the DLC for the games that I've been I've been playing. So I have just been doing uh Patreon, and then I've also been doing just the streaming. It's been great. Good. good. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that's fun.
0: exactly why we had you on this episode of the And show. also for
1: the sex appeal.
0: Show the guns. One, two. What? Give show them. the guns. This Give them the ice cream. Skin. Skin. Look at oh, my God. Oh. I love the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is the kind of funny games cast each every week we get <laughs> together to talk about video games. Nick, we sh- Nick the guns. Bring in the there's ice cream no scoops. Come feel them, Nick. It's come defla- feel these Nick. ice cream scoops. All I
1: do is sit and play games. Now it's deflated. It's gone. What was, what was? What was there was is, is now gone. Look at right. that. Tell me, there's nothing. Look, it doesn't the even python. move. No. It doesn't Nick,
0: move. Show him your python. Do the python. No, the python. Why is it bruised? It's doing right right it. It's bro. Oh, okay. Jujitsu.
1: You see a stress mark because that, that's how you know you've been put into work.
0: Nah, that's how you know you're fat when you a kid. <laughs> Hashtag gains. Stop it. Ow. God, there's a lot going on. You're going to go? Okay, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Bye, There'll Kev. be no switching today. Kevin is on a secret mission. Mm. What's Thomas? he going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> Man, first off, shout out to Steven Insler. Our Patreon producer, ten thousand months in a row. Right, you are a fantastic human being, and we we appreciate you a lot. I want to give a shout out to Super Smash Bros Melee. Fifteen years ago, okay, that game came out. Wow, sweet baby Jesus! A
1: game that I wish I was decent at,
0: but man, do I suck at that game. Yeah, I, I, did you did you play Melee? You got into brawl. I got into
1: brawl, Bra and I was terrible. But I like that's when like you know we all gathered at kern's house for thanksgiving mm-hmm. and like land partied and then i would like be on the high pedestal with halo and then brawl we play brawl and i would just be terrible and i was like man i want to be like yeah good, let's go like, back to halo like all the cool you kids. know there, there
0: was something was bad when i would beat you at a video game yeah made no sense that's not okay we Play Halo. it's surprising
2: because you said you 15 years ago for melee i was like all right yeah, i remember playing that in high school i'm like oh no that was smash
0: Brothers 64 <laughs> that was the original
2: smash bros I'm
0: old. I'm oh, an old, wow. old, old, man. Man, yeah, the original Smash Bros. I was elementary school. Melee was like that ripe, just getting into middle school. Sure. It was good. It was good. You had that tight ass. Yeah. Puberty. Things were hair was growing in weird places. <laughs> yeah. It was nuts. Um anyway, yeah, so shout out to to Smash Bros. I also want to give an anti shout out to the fact that I still haven't played Final Fantasy 15. Ooh. It is currently as of recording this November twenty second. We are days away from this game being released. Let me check my email. I still don't believe mm. it. See if these
2: people have come to their senses yet.
0: No. But I'm just really sad because all I want is to play this game. Well I've the best news is you're probably get, you're probably
2: it. gonna get it any day now. Uh huh. And when that happens, is gonna get to watch with you. Yeah, that'll be great. That's She's the kind of game that I just want to I just want to
1: sit back, relax, and watch. And him watch play me back. play. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I, I watched you play Mario Galaxy. Mario Galaxy, yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> that was way it. before Twitch was a thing, before Let's Plays were really that big. I just sat. It <laughs>
0: wasn't even a thing, then. Yeah. yeah. I
1: just sat back and watched him play Mario. Damn. Damn. That was his Because yeah.
0: Alfredo, Alfredo Diaz, I don't know if you know this about him, can't jump in games. He can do a lot of things. Once there's platforming involved. It's terrible. He's
1: used to have friends like any platform part like God of War. I've how friends do it. No wonder you didn't was, like the Titanfall single player campaign.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, makes, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, all right. So going right into it. The first topic of the day is the 15th anniversary of the Xbox. So last week it is when it actually happened. It's also the 15th anniversary of the GameCube, but you know we need we need Colin to talk about that. Like I feel like it's only right. But I wanted to, to get you on this show so that we could talk about the Xbox because you you're Mister Xbox. That was Alfredo my Diaz. that was my
1: life. That was my heritage. Mm-hmm. I like I, I it was weird. I grew up like all my friends and being like you. You guys were on the Nintendo, the GameCube, the had PlayStation. I had this weird path in video games. I had a Game Gear. Yeah, I, you did. Sega Saturn. Yeah, and the Dreamcast. Oh, the Whoa, Dreamcast. Wow, what a bad time to jump on. <laughs> wow. And then I had the Xbox, and I always felt like the odd kid out. Right. You know what I mean? But boy, was the Xbox good. I, I, I liked it.
0: Xbox
1: <laughs> Xbox
2: was ahead of its time in so many regards they did so many interesting things that Duke controller though but the breakaway cables the, yeah. okay sure that was hot that was hot Step towards wireless oh, yeah, yeah exactly uh, it was horrible and ugly but then I mean like it did have awesome stuff I mean yeah. Halo obviously yeah, yeah, Star Halo. Wars the, nice, is, the Old like, Republic
1: yeah I don't know for, for me back during that time you know, uh, when it came to, like, playing games with your friends, it was either split screen or you're on PC, like, in sure. a cyber cafe playing CS. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it was one of those things. I wasn't a PC gamer back then. You know, I was all about consoles and handhelds. You, and were, so, you were smart back then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was a, more, yeah, a smart kid. But, like, you know, then come the comes the Xbox. I was like, oh, I could just plug these two together. And all of a sudden, like, I don't have to put this cardboard between me and my brother so that way he doesn't
0: screen peek me. And, sure, sure. You know, and blood gulch. It was hard. It was, Game changer. Big to me. Yeah. I mean, what's crazy about the Xbox, I mean, now you think about it as like Xbox just part of gaming, but like when that came out, it was, they were the mm-hmm. the new super third underdogs. Yeah. Like, Bill Gates yeah.
2: giving interviews to Time Magazine and stuff. You're like, what the fuck? Why would you? And they're like, like oh, we, we focus tested this with all these gamers and da 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 da. da. Like, yeah. all right, whatever. And, and
0: I mean, that's the thing, though, is it's like, it was the first time uh, that we saw, I mean, now this is kind of revisionist history, but like a successful American game. Yeah. Console mm. developer right yeah. like we we've had uh Nintendo we've had PlayStation and then Sega and then Sega kind of fell out But the new third was Xbox which is this American thing taking a very very American stance with very American games And it was going up against the PS2 which at that point was PlayStation, which meant JRPGs mm-hmm. and third-person action games and the Nintendo, which meant Nintendo games, right? Right. And then on the Xbox, it was just like, that was really the ushering in of what the modern shooter is on a console. Yep. Like we've, of course, there's the Counter-Strikes and the Quakes mm-hmm. and the Unreal mm-hmm. Tournaments and stuff on that. I mean, GoldenEye, right? That was when and you're then using then stick and stuff. Yeah, but it was the Xbox that really kind of brought in that dual stick shooter of what you think. Yeah. When you're talking about Halo, you're talking about, um, I mean, a lot of PC ports happened on the Xbox, yep. yeah, obviously yeah. because of Microsoft and stuff. But we saw the Counter Strike. Yeah,
1: I played Counter Strike. Our, which I mean, almost, I almost liked, lost our friendship because of Counter Strike. Tim would be like, "Yo, you want to hang out after you know in high school?" He'd be like, "You want to hang out?" But like, "Nah, man, I got clan matches." Yeah, and you boy, do. It was at a good time. Hey, it was just like so much. it was a whole new experience. You know what I mean? Like I had my shooters. Of course, like there was the times where I stepped away and I played non-shooters, like Blinks or like Crimson Skies. Like the Crimson only skies. flying game I actually like love and cherish is Crimson Skies. And then I tried Shenmu. That was weird for me Shenmue back too? to that time. Yeah, yeah, playing shooters and all of a sudden it's Shenmue. I'm like, what is this? Mm. What am I looking at? But um looking at Sky I, <laughs> I just remember I'm for the
0: man that killed my father.
1: I just remember watching like you know, picking up my copy of OXM and then, you know, being excited for my demo disc and all of a sudden there's all these, like, ad campaigns. for you remember, like, that Dark Master ad where it was just, like, teaching how to set up Xbox Live and it was really cheesy and mm, kind of no. really bad? But there was that whole, like, commercials and all that kind of stuff. And I remember setting up Xbox Live and I was playing, like, Mecha and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was really shy because I was a squeaker back then. You know what I mean? I was like... High voice. Yeah, high yeah. voice. Balls haven't dropped yet. And I remember... <laughs> Using because it was a common thing back then the voice mask changer yeah, yeah, yeah. for xbox yeah. live because I didn't want people to know yeah, yeah. That I was a squeaker and then I'm over here playing this Mechsal game being super nervous talking to other kids While playing I just had no idea who they were and then all of a sudden you just you just don't care because everyone tries to talk About your mom or something. Yeah, some yeah.
0: man, it's it's such a, a funny time though because Again, not only was it just such a weird thing that Xbox was now all of a sudden a console, but even as it was happening, all the other gamers were like, "Get the fuck out of here, Xbox! Yeah. Like, we have what we need. We got over need. Sega. Let's see how this plays out. Exactly. I mean, PlayStation, PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's see what happens there. Like killing it. Like at that. But once the PS2 came out, it's like Sony was a force. Yeah. You know, like yeah, they yeah. were totally in the thing. Like they had their own neck of the woods to play with so with xbox it was like you're looking at this launch lineup and it's like all right cool you had halo and that was awesome but i feel like if you weren't a hardcore xbox gamer everyone just kind of looked at it and it's like xbox only has halo and kotor and uh splinter cell and that's stubs
2: the zombie eventually yeah and
0: then there's a bunch of bullshit. there's the blinks there's the stubs there's the jade um, empire. all the odd world games jade yeah. empire mm-hmm. um but then it's like man i was looking back at Uh, just what games came out on Xbox I'm like man it actually it had a lot of exclusives that ranged in quality but we're talking the Jet Set Radio Future which was very early title I never really got into it there was something about it that it I mean I wanted Tony Hawk and it wasn't Tony Hawk which is a me problem not a Mm -hmm. them problem but um, Chronicles of Riddick I was Mm. like Fuck. That was a good game. That game it was awesome. Graphically
1: amazing back during that time too. And that was the other thing about the Xbox is that it looked better than the other systems. Yeah. So it was like That was one of my very few arguments. And it it's like so better. there was
0: there was multiple third-party games that I would uh, like multi-platform games that I would play on Xbox just because it looked better. Like Prince mm-hmm. of Persia, I played the entire trilogy on you Xbox. son of a bitch. Uh, time Splitters <laughs> because it was a um shooting game like shooting games just felt yeah, at home yeah. on the on the Xbox even though that controller was terrible it's, I mean that's the thing like the the duke was fucking horrible the S controller better, uh, better. that controller was better. Good. better uh that first one was a just he it it was so bad behemoth of a controller. I mean the whole system itself too was just so bulky and, and that much. was the problem
2: with it where when it came out it was a joke you know what I mean I never adopted it and I didn't and I it took a while it wasn't until what my sophomore year of college which would have been 2001 into 2000 no 2002 into 2003 that I had a friend who had an Xbox and like people who were coming on they were freshmen so like they were you know the year below us that for some reason it was clicking with but I remember what how big it was like the form factor didn't look good it didn't seem sexy it didn't seem like they knew what they were doing, which was mm-hmm. a made when you're just looking at photos of it was the knock ahead of time. Yeah. And that was the thing of like, how do you understand how awesome Halo is unless you sit down and play Halo with other people? Yeah. And, like, and, and so. I
0: mean, I think that to me was the the definite moment. It was it was Halo and I, I was late uh, to the Xbox game, but I remember like I had a GameCube, I had a PS2 and I was totally invested in both of those. And it was Curran's uh, now brother-in-law at the time, just sister's boyfriend, who was just like, you guys need to play Halo. Like, you're gonna love this game. It's like crazy, and it's a whole new like genre for you, really. Like this multiplayer, competitive, uh, arena deathmatch shooting game. Yeah. Uh, where you can play with multiple Xboxes, and we're like eleven, and we're like, I don't know. That's this sounds like the cyber cafe that we walk by mm-hmm. all the time, and we're like, mm-hmm. we don't do that. And uh, eventually, that like, current got an Xbox, and I was like, man, this is this Halo game is is really cool. And then I got one, and we were able to hook him together, and I'm like this is video games evolving. Like you always talk about Metal Gear Solid um, as being a moment where you're like, holy shit, games can be so much more than I thought. Yeah. And that for us was, again, it wasn't like, there was so many people that had their eyes opened years before this, but for us, it was Halo of just like multiplayer gaming can be so much more than Mario Party and or even more than GoldenEye. Like there was something to it, like the team-based things and like being able to play with, not just two players, 16 players, being at uh, Curran's house and having yeah. sp- split screen, but you're playing Capture the Flag across so two different good. rooms. And it's just like, there was something about that that was like, fuck, there's something here. And that really was the, special. I mean, yeah. we,
2: talk, we talk about, you know, our age differences and stuff. And I feel like for me, that was the hurdle and a bridge too far of reading about that in AGM and seeing it in pictures or whatever, but then being like, in Illinois, and then even into my, you know, freshman year or whatever, I'm the, only, I'm the hardest hardcore gamer I know. I am i don't, ha- Poe is not going to buy an Xbox, and then are we going to get everybody together? And even if we did, we're going to drag TVs together and do this? Could the, could, you're a dumb kid, you're like, could the power work? Would the power blow a fuse or whatever? Mm-hmm. And da, 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 And you don't. I mean, I, you know, I always tell a story about when Poe and I were playing NCAA on PS2 and he brought his PS2 over and I brought a TV downstairs. It's not hard. It wasn't hard, but like for some reason that was the hurdle of like, that's fine, but I'm fine playing split screen. uh, Gold and I My friends want to play something multiplayer.
0: Yeah, it's so funny. And uh, you're right. It is just like we were just that right age, like us being 11 to 13. It was just like the idea of, hey, here's this giant, the biggest console that's ever existed. You're going to lug that thing. Across cities to go to your friend's house so that now all we of our boxes in one place and we did that shit though You know it was like it was worth it because it sure. got us to, to well, where I, we needed it was, to go. The,
2: the time I knew something was different outside of just EGM or and even then I guess an IGN You know a game or whatever when I'm reading stuff online was we were having an antler party sophomore year and a house party and Everybody's getting drunk and hanging out and being and having a great time and somebody finally like the new kids, the new class, were like blah blah, blah. and then in a blink of an eye they were all gone. And I was like, where did all these guys go? And they're like, oh, I think it was Kyle Perry's doing a land party or whatever. I was like, what now? And they're they're all playing Halo over there. They I'm like, what? Like, how did I not know they were into this? Because they weren't into let's play wind waker and talk about this and cause you know me and me and uh, my friends are playing or the other guys are playing you know gamecube stuff together multiplayer that way or me slinking off to go play prince of purge or something mm-hmm. like that they weren't into those games but they were into first person shooting let's all go you know do capital flag till the end of the night
0: yeah man and then then there was that next kind of level where after the initial launch titles and the halo thing they they got into the xbox live yeah. Which was yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreamcast had the online, but I think Xbox Live was really the beginning of oh, yeah. where we're oh, at yeah. now.
1: Dude, it was a it was a great time. Like going even back before that though, just from my like experiences with Halo, it's way different from yours because I remember I went with my uncle and we went. This is like the Mission of San Francisco, so it's kind of ghetto. But
0: this was back when the Mission
1: was like a scary place, not yeah, a hipster yeah, cool place. Yeah, it's very hipster now, but I remember going there and going to his friend's house and like his friends were like the, the guys that stood on the stoop and hung out all day. And I, I went in, and everyone's drinking and stuff. I'm like, oh god, this is weird. And then they're all playing Halo, and I sat down. And I started like it just connected with me and I loved it. And then I remember playing that, and that was my experience with like Halo and multiplayer, right, and then you connected to the land. I remember just seeing everyone's name pop up, right? Like, you know, you'd have your name back yeah, then. And we'd, yeah. all, we'd make our own names and our armor would be painted yeah. sometimes. And like, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Seeing everyone pile into the lobby and then came like Xbox Live and being able to take that to a whole new level. And that's when I discovered Clans, Hmm. competitive gaming. And I remember because I was doing Counter-Strike and then- um, On Xbox on Xbox because I wasn't I had like some really crappy computer back then although I did try Wolfenstein and it failed. Uh, eventually I did try CS on that co- exact same computer. I took my grandma's credit card and charged it without telling her anything. Oh, Alfredo. <laughs> and then the CS didn't even work on my computer. Oh, no, CS didn't work. It did not Damn. work. Damn. Yeah, I was back during that during that day, but I remember playing Counter-Strike on the Xbox. And I was I was pretty good at it and this guy's like, "Yo, man, do you want to like join our team?" and like play against other teams. And then I was nervous. I was like, Where "All was right. this battle game battle?" GameBattles.com? I I think it was, yeah, it might have been something like a different type, but it might have been like super early game battles. But I remember setting that up. And back during that time, if you wanted to like talk with other players, I remember you had to like or even read a message you had to exit out of the game to look at the message or you all had to pile into the Xbox dashboard and close the game out for everyone to be in there talking to each other and that's where we set up the rules and the regulations and like all right what map who's picking what first and that's where all
0: the fights happened too and yeah yeah, it was good times I mean well that's the thing like Halo 2 matchmaking oh that's just such a thing that we take for granted now just like oh yeah like matchmaking is a thing but like back then it was like whoa there's like a system to make sure that you're linked with other players to play shoddy, what was it shoddy snipers?
1: Shoddy snipers
0: shoddy, like that's yeah. it's like damn man that shit was, it was so next-level
1: It was it was amazing because I played Halo with you guys, right? And it was one of those things that Kurt and I we were like the best Halo players And then you step into this realm where you're playing kids from all over the place, right? And it just it changed the game mm-hmm. like I there was so many different play styles and angles that I didn't even know about before I didn't play shoddy snipers until really like, until that time, and then here came this revolutionary like ranking system that they brought oh, out.
0: Oh yeah, the level fifty shit. Yeah,
1: and that was just like whoa! Like this is I'm over here like this is a video game, but now I'm sweating like this is awesome. Yeah, it was, oh, it was a good time. So
0: so going off the of Halo though, so Fable, Mecha oh, Assault, man, Fable, Ninja Gaiden, like that. Ninja Gaiden was one of those games where it was just like it, it, it was looked so beautiful, hard. and I played it,
1: but it was so difficult but
0: that was like one of the xbox touchstones of like they were trying to not just be the michael bay of video games they're yeah, sure. like trying to like, here's a franchise you know let's bring it back and like the xbox is here to stay yeah, yeah you know Um mm-hmm. uh, I, Dead or Alive 3. Like Dead or Alive obviously had been around before, but I really <laughs> associate Dead or Alive with Xbox because of that game. And it, and obviously, beach volleyball. And, I, was about to, I was about to say, I played beach there, volleyball. There I actually probably
1: spent a couple hundred hours of beach volleyball. I got really invested into the outfits.
0: Oh, yeah, you, you know would. Know I mean? Sure, That's an Alfredo ass move. <laughs> uh, Panzer Dra- Dragoon Orta. Not as that. good as Saga, but it was, yeah. it was fantastic. Uh, Steel Battalion. That fucking thing, Ooh, that the controller? controller. Yeah, God, there was a
1: whole just that was expensive too. That was way too expensive for for me back for during that time. I mean, reason. that's
0: the thing is I remember reading about it. like that was one of those like the magazine things where you would always look at the updates of it and you're just like. I can't believe that's a real thing. This is thing. a real thing that's happening. Yeah. Okay. All right. And Brendan and I, you've had it. <laughs> of, course, of course. Yeah, you always, it's
2: weird to meet the people who did have that, that
1: randomly had still. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, wow, okay. Like, you're fucking insane. And now we have VR. It's just like mm-hmm. such a next level. Um, brute Force.
1: I play the hell out of that game, but that game is terrible. Yeah. I wanted it to be so good, though, because back then I was always looking for a reason to be like, ha, we've got this game yep. on Xbox. And I wanted that to be one of those games. It was and supposed it was,
0: to be. I mean, that, that's the problem is brute force <sighs> is one of the the best stories of overhyped, you know, like just really fucking up everything because that game was supposed to be the Xbox. Fuck you to everyone else. Yep. And it just wasn't good. No. Like, yeah, I remember they, when the demo came out and that was when everyone's like, "Uh oh. Like yeah, the, this it is- was
1: it was really bad. Even before then, though, I was like, I bought into the hype. I was like, Oh my god, this like ragtag trio of characters, and one's kind of an alligator, and I was like, Oh my goodness, there's so much personality. <laughs> I'm like, waiting for a game like, with Kind of an alligator. I was looking at that time for like characters because you guys had like, you know. Like, especially with like Nintendo, so many iconic characters, You wanted that a mascot, point, yeah. I wanted it, someone more than the chief. That
2: was the thing, man. Of like when Sega, when Dreamcast drops off and PlayStation's rising, and Nintendo's like m- m- muddling the along, Nintendo. it was that thing of there was no clear, here's the new console arms race, here's who it's going to be, this is who it is. Because Mario Sonic is the iconic one, and then from there on out, it got weird when there finally was a winner. It was very much like, well, what happens next, and is it, and then at chief obviously, you know,
0: rose in prominence. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's funny because like looking at this list, it kind of, I mean, like going on, there's like obviously Blinks the Time Cat, Stubbs the Zombie. There was a lot of just exclusives. Yeah, Stubbs. Um, Conquer Live and Reloaded eventually came out, which was a really weird thing. Uh, Project Gotham Racing, the only racing game that I played the hell out of, and it was great because it was like.
1: I don't know. It was realistic, but kind of arcadey at the same time. So it was like the perfect balance. Mm-hmm. Cause then not like need for. I remember playing need for speed underground, yeah. you know what I mean? The music yeah. and everything. And I was like, all right, this is fun. And then I go to like Gran turismo. And I'm like, no. Too much. Too real. Too really real. Project Gotham was
0: like that. That nice little middle ground. Balance. Yeah. And that's kind of what I was saying. Like there uh, was a lot of uh, multi-platform games that I just kind of went over on Ferrari. Xbox. Like, And I think it's just because we happen to have that version. So like, our, like I associate Fight Night with Xbox. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I don't know why. It's probably I think it was available on everything. It was. But, yeah. like, but Fight Night was such an Xbox game to that me. That game looked good. It did. And Fight, Night, Fight Night's one of those things that like alright here's a, a sports game that is going to have mainstream appeal like yeah. mainstream to people that aren't sports guys like mainstream gamer appeal which i guess didn't exist back it's a whole thing mm. but like fight night did you play fight night at all yeah
2: not an Xbox, but yeah, I played Fight Night. But that's how that was—the reach of Fight Night, where yeah. I was like, "Here's a really great boxing game." Like, I don't watch boxing; I've never given a shit about boxing. <laughs> yeah, but this, but this, this is a cool, cool game, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was the other thing too—that is a game that you're like, "Holy shit, it was this a, looks fantastic!" Yeah, it was a
1: good party game too, because then you're just like, "All right, you have your Halo, and you get exhausted on that, or you know, and then also you bring in like Fight Night, and you just have your friends just in the corner one v one each other." And that was the thing, right?
2: There, there was there was a a, a a fun factor to that of being able to drop in, and it wasn't the Xbox version, but I remember at IGN when the one of the Final fight nights or the one the final fight nights that mattered came fight. around where we did like a giant office tournament that wasn't for like a video series it was just us fucking around because yeah. everyone played,
0: man. And then Rainbow Six Three, Oh,
1: Rainbow Six that was. Uh, I, I want to talk more about the current state of Rainbow, but uh, yeah, that'll come like that'll come like later. But no Rainbow Six was great and it like it was one of those games where it was a hardcore tactical shooter, right? So, but it wasn't to the point where it was Counter-Strike. It was easily accept, like accessible for console players, as opposed to like CS, which was just, that was a very, very difficult shooter, especially on a controller. And then you had Halo, which was kind of, you know, just fun and, and then came Rainbow, which is like in between. And it was great because that, I remember for me, like even though I did clan matches, Rainbow was when I was very tactical with my friends, you know, and it was like we have we have these intense strats and We're attacking multiplayer in a specific way, and I felt like a, an operative. It was cool
0: Well, the I think the real source for that for me Understanding how crazy you are when it comes to these strategies and like working with people with splinter cell Oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. splinter Cell for me I always
1: I love splinter cells multiplayer so much and I feel like it's so underrated in terms of like Just what it is, but I I also think it's because it's so difficult just because like here's a game that does really well and that is like I just remember being really competitive and pretty far balanced in terms of like having um, First person versus third person and they made that work and you really felt like Because when it came to like shooters sure you had like your power-ups and stuff like that but here you had two different Characters with different abilities, and to me, it blew my mind that like you had your spies, or they could be anywhere. And then you all of a sudden you have like your merc who had uh, you know uh, motion sensors, so if anything moved, you can see. But then they had gadgets where if you were a merc, right, and I came, um, sorry, yeah, um, trying help, yeah, if you're a merc and you came and smacked me as a spy. You could like talk to me while I'm on the ground passed out, or if I had a spy camera and I shot it next to you and you're a merc, I could listen in on everything you were saying to your teammate. And I was like, that
2: was that's a cool k- idea,
1: awesome. Yeah.
2: So Tom, the, the Splinter Cell. I remember being on the outside. That was the first game I remember being like, oof, I wish that had come over. I wish we had that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I I didn't maybe didn't give a uh, Kotor too much time a day because that beat. Am I, doesn't remember KOTOR
0: before Splinter Cell or Splinter Cell before I feel like Cotter. it must have been before I think it was before. I thought so too yeah, yeah. but I mean I, the reason that Splinter Cell was appealing to you is because everyone's like it's better than Metal Gear yeah, exactly. it's the new exactly. age of Metal Gear and it was just like that was that like huh this is interesting and the game was great and then the second one added multiplayer right yeah. it was the second one there was Splinter Cell and then Pandora yep. tomorrow. And, and then, then Pandora Chaos tomorrow 3. added Spice versus Marks. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I, that was another game I lost you to. Like, you were just so deep down in that multiplayer. That was during the days where, like, leaderboards were... A super
1: big thing. relevant, yeah, super relevant. And that's when like I was like, oh, top like seven elite for Counter Strike, and yeah. like top, I was number one spy on that one. I was just, I was gone, man. Yeah, I was like, lord. I'm just gonna keep going at it because you was, go get it the Kodak wild. wind up camera and <laughs> oh, take I, a photo. I totally did. I totally, did. I totally yeah, did. did. My lord, and I had nowhere else to post it, so I just had that with <laughs> me. <laughs>
0: but what I really enjoy about this topic is looking back on Xbox. I'm like, huh, I actually think way more fondly of that console than I, I thought that I did. And it's the same thing, like looking back on PlayStation like it's like now that PlayStation's existed for 20 years it's like damn they've really had a lot of hits they have characters they have what Nintendo has and you would have never thought about it until you stop and think about it Sure. and it's like with Xbox I feel like now thanks to 360 and Xbox One that we're gonna look in a couple years look back and be like oh man no Xbox has a lineage like there is already there's a history like it might not be characters but they have Xbox Live you know they have all these like the LAN party and like they changed things in a way that we're gonna remember that forever
2: yeah yeah Same thing, like, we'll look back with Ouya. (laughs) That's the thing, right, is that these new platforms come around and it's so hard to enter a space that's so established. Mm -hmm. And we did it with PlayStation where I was like, I'm not gonna give PlayStation the time of day. Until years, it's like, all right, they're committed to it, it's a real thing, there's great games. And Xbox is the same way of like, yeah, you know, eventually my roommate Parker moved into the Angler house and he had it. And I'd go over and sit in front of his and play Jedi Empire. And then like eventually I went and bought my own and I caught up on Star Wars and I caught up on this and I got Stubbs the Zombie, which was amazing.
1: See, I was a young kid, so I just went with whatever my parents gave me. So I felt the heartbreak of falling in love with Dreamcast. Yeah. And
0: then just having that die. die in front of me. Yeah. It's depressing. So next topic of the day, 2016 in shooters.
1: It's a good year for shooters. It feels like it has been. It's a great year.
0: We got Overwatch. We got Titanfall 2. We got Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. We got Battlefield 1. All of these games. Big
2: Daddy Doom. You're going to get yelled at if you got Doom.
0: Doom. We got... uh, What else am I missing?
2: I want to hear his thoughts, and it doesn't have to be right now, on Mm. Siege. Because Siege has come on so strong this year. So Siege
0: came out... Well, last, of, year. Like, no, last year. No, that's year. what I'm saying. Is yeah. It came
2: out and everybody's like, oh, that's not go- doing anything. And then this year, it's just, been
0: it just <laughs> well, so the, thing, the thing with Siege is it, came, it, it was a victim in the same way that like Titanfall seems to be a victim this year. And it just came out the wrong time totally where there's so much other shit going on last year where had it been earlier in the year I think it would have like been more popular cuz you don't really see people talking about siege now but the people that are into it seem to be super fucking into it yeah but
1: siege has always had that hardcore fan base and I think one of the things as uh, a you know to go alongside with the fact that he released you know during the time of cod and everything like that was the fact that it just had a lot of issues you know what I mean right. even off the bat like when it was first released you couldn't party up server issues were just crazy um, but the game still worked well. Uh, wait, are we we jumping into the siege topic now? You start there. I think Jump. I think it applies for the year of yeah, shooters I mean, talk, in twenty yeah. sixteen. Shooters. I I feel like it's unf- like it's weird because like siege came out last year, but in terms of like best shooters twenty sixteen, I honestly feel like siege is in there mm. because they've just done so many right things with that game, and it shows. Right, like the the, the first two ESL tournaments that they have. Um, the third one is you know in terms of viewerships more than the first two combined mm. not to mention It's had its higher player base in the past uh, What like two months ago, and it's just it's because they keep Adding to the game in the right way in the sense that like there's been over 50 like changes and they add something really Interesting when it comes to like sure you got Titanfall you got battlefield you got Cog, but here's like a shooter that services like the tactical need right and they did a really good job of revamping that series like and not just going completely in a different direction and it stays true to like what siege was back in the day but evolved beautifully and with the whole like how it you know you have destructible like walls and objects and it's just they did a great job and they they kept adding to the game in the sense of uh operatives right they kept adding like new characters that brought something to the table but like one of the things that I didn't like I don't like when it comes to like shooters is I like the competitiveness of shooters and you take away the competitiveness if you start adding too many abilities right and you have all these ops with all these different abilities but at the basis it's just gun versus gun skill like fights which is great yeah but what I love about the most is that something when it comes to like league like I can't really get into League, but I've always respected and appreciated the whole. They have different characters that do different things, and you have like your pick and ban phase and count like characters that counter each other. And it was cool seeing that come to the shooter genre, mm-hmm. right? And, um, in terms of the fact that like if I choose this character, um, this other character is going to counter me. But at the end of the day, it just takes one bullet to kill the other opposing player with a headshot. So they just they just kept adding to it and it works and they keep they just keep piling into it and then there's the whole nother uh season which they'll probably have another season pass for that too and it's great they just yeah and
2: they're doing it uh, free dlc right that was one of the things they were talking about today and their thing is how ubisoft like going forward doesn't want to
1: charge for dlc that's crucial to the game or critical to the game in terms of changing the experience and that's yeah and have it more cosmetic and stuff and there's just a bunch of like little things like they have a ranking system that's kind of like like uh which a lot of games have adopted which is kind of like league of legends where you're like you play 10 matches right and then you place and then you you get a rank and and you climb up the the, you know the ranked ladder and see you know uh Mm. that that nice competitive like feel to it and they even they even do little things like uh you know like last season i placed in platinum so that means that i got a little platinum keychain that goes on my gun like it's something that's tangible right that I, everyone can see like oh this guy is a platinum player yeah. as opposed to like this guy's a gold or anything mm. like that so it's well, just little things that like they, Tim. they uh, done right. well
0: yeah is there a punk ass bitch metal yeah bronze oh that's that yeah. out be me yeah. yeah so it's like the embarrassment one yeah oh my god so this that sounds awesome it sounds kind of like they adopted some, adopted some of the fighting game uh, mechanics like when it comes to Street Fighter it's like the the balance issue of just like all the different characters and it, you mentioned League so it's like similar to that but do you think that the do you find too many people using the same char- like I'm not too familiar with Six Siege, I don't know how this works but yeah. the, the classes like, is it like Street Fighter where you go on there's like a million Ken's
1: uh I mean you do have like the must picks but it's a type of thing where like even like with any game right like there's tweaks and balances so they'll take a look and see like oh this operative or this Character in any video game isn't used very well. We're good. Well they even do that with overwatch, right? They're like right now they're they're tweaking Symmetra and I think in the public test servers to because like no one picks Symmetra Right, and they they do the same thing with siege But it it, it creates an interesting dynamic as opposed to like halo where you just go in and you just play as opposed to like oh snap Okay, like do we want to change things up and take um, Rook where now we all get armor and it takes more bullets to penetrate you know what i mean or as opposed to like oh if we don't take this character then we're take like we get this other cool character that can see gadgets through walls but we risk not taking you not, not being able to take down their reinforced walls and so mm-hmm. it adds this cool little dynamic in terms of like
0: play styles so i fucking love overwatch overwatch Ooh, speaks to me because it's yeah that but as dumbed down as possible if you want to be you can you know get super yeah. into it and play hardcore But like it's just fun to play as the different characters and kind of see the different abilities and be able to find the different play Styles, how do you compare the two? I? I Mean Overwatch is Blizzard
1: like Blizzard just does things right, you know, what I mean like they they came out with overwatch They're They're memorable characters. It's got like this 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 MOBA type feel to it right or you were even even in like I like how they they kind of like implemented this mobile feel and even baby step you like into it. where it's just like, oh, you pick all your characters like, oh, you not enough defense characters or not enough healers or mm. not enough attack. And I think Overwatch does a great job of being like fun to play with iconic characters, but like hard to master like that game. I, I play a lot of it, but I'm not very good. And mm. it's just like, wow, I like that. I can go in there and play and and. And do well but then at the same time like there's just so much to learn um and i like i just i like what games are doing right now we're like they're they're adding more content right Mm -hmm. and having events having events (laughs) and and having uh more things like with like uh overwatch specifically how now there's a a 1v1 you know Mm -hmm. what i mean i'm not paying for that but now there's a new map with a 1v1 there's events i remember like It's one of those things where I can come back to the games now. You know, there's a reason for me to come back as opposed to usually I would just play something like Overwatch. I'm like, all right, cool. But now, oh, there is a Halloween event with a Halloween themed game mode. And they really went like full on through with it. Now there's like costumes and stuff like that. This is the antithesis, right, of what happened
2: with the original Titanfall. Yeah. Where you played the original Titanfall to death and then it just wasn't growing, right? They yeah. weren't making events yeah. out of things. No content. Exactly. And so you going leave and it. you don't come back yeah. to it. Or if you do, you're like, oh, where'd all this come from? That's mm-hmm. great, but they didn't make a thing of it. Yeah. And that's what we keep talking about, you know, so often on these shows is games becoming platforms. And Overwatch right, is a platform. Siege is a platform. Division is a platform. These are shooters that are putting more and more things in there, trying to get you motivated to stick around and be what Destiny has done so well, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Where Destiny is like, even if you play, you play every day for six months and then you go away, they want you to come back because you've already Got the investment what you need.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting to see how like different games in terms of level of success with that, right? So you got Overwatch and Siege, you've done well as you know as time has progressed, and then you get like games like Destiny, you just keep hanging on there, and then you get games like Division, which I feel were just too ambitious. Because I saw the Division, I was like, oh my god, Destiny was my jam. Here's another like loot shooter. They've got this great content plan lined out, like with multiple expansions and DLCs, and every time they dropped a new content. It was just glitched. That game was glitched out of its mind, Mm -hmm. yeah. And it just worked against it, right? Even to the point where like they pushed back the the current expansion that just released today, you know. But that game's in a good. It's interesting because not only can that sometimes backfire on people, but they could also bring it back, right? That gives them an opportunity because they 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 dropped the 1.4 patch, which fixes the game, and now they have their new survival DLC, which. Chain like adds something uh like a lot more depth to it. You know, I mean you guys are familiar with H one Z one. Yeah. Yeah. They essentially have that game mode now in the division. Which has got Last every- Man Standing kind of thing? Yeah, last okay. man standing, go in there, survive the cold, then get into the D Z and fight everybody or fight everyone outside and it's got everyone going, hmm Yeah. Well that was the thing Polygon just put out an article,
2: right, in the last three weeks, uh, like, you know, why you should come back to the division. And yeah, the thing of like, you know, this these were all my problems and they fixed them since then. And mm-hmm. that actually had me go, huh. And then 15 other games came out, and Watch Dogs is amazing. And I have Last Guardian on the Horizon, and Final Fantasy is coming, and there's this, and I need to finish Advanced Warfare or uh, Infinite Warfare still. Like, there's so much going on that it's so hard that, you know, Division, I was so into for that first, whatever, month, three weeks, or whatever it was, where I was playing every night. I was so happy to hit that. I was so happy to keep going out. But as soon as I hit level cap, and then it was like, all right, now it's the gear treadmill, I looked in and I was like, oh, like, no, this isn't, I'm seeing how this happens and how I don't want to go, re, I was talking to like I, I remember signing on one day and Ty Root was playing and it was his, him and Fran, I joined their party and I'm like, yeah. so what's been happening? And
1: Ty's like, oh, I've been running this same mission for like six hours to do, and I'm like, whoa, no, mm, no, no, yeah. I don't want to do that again. And you think they'd learn because like when Destiny Vanilla was first out, uh, it was it was too much of a grind. Yeah. So I was sitting here thinking, okay, like the division seems like it's very closely following that type of like model with like Destiny and I hope they, they get it. And it was just yeah, that's the same thing that turned a lot of people off to Destiny, right? It was too much of a grind. It wasn't rewarding enough, right? Yeah, you'd go in, you'd play, 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 and then like you didn't have much to show for it. Yeah, yeah, it was. But they've turned it around yeah like, destiny uh, has it. Yeah. yeah destiny has uh division like i said the patches fixed there's new content everyone's liking it so far it's it's very interesting because before you'd have a game you'd either like it or not and then if you liked it if you didn't like it you just wouldn't play it right and right. Then if you like it, it's like all right cool i'll play the dlc but now it's one of those things where it just you just kind of like sit in the wings sometimes there's like is it you know it's a new patch or is a new dlc or just something it's like is it good is it good yet? Or is like, how's it changed? Is, mm-hmm. it, is it worse? Do I come back to it? So I just usually just sit here and go like, okay, like what updates coming out soon? I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe it's changed things. Now I just give the games a bit of, of a doubt.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's cool having you on the show because you're, a, it's obviously have a way different perspective and you play a bunch of games that we don't play. Did you play Battleborn at all? But,
1: no, I didn't. The 2K okay. one, yeah, okay. yeah. 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 So you yeah. no. It's just, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I was just, it was a clear cut. Like I was just so hyped and invested because I mean, you have Blizzard and then they come out and they create all these like iconic characters and all of a sudden like uh, they just I was really psyched. They nailed it. At it. They, they, just they nailed, nailed it. it with Overwatch. Yeah, so yeah it was then great.
0: Battleborn just just happened. Yeah. Uh, so moving on from from those type of, of shooting games mm-hmm. over to the more like the classic shooters, Ooh. Battlefield, Titanfall, and um, Call of Duty, and Doom. Well, I do, so yeah, what Doom? What do you think about it? I don't really bring up Doom because Doom Doom's more of single player. Like, oh, so you're just talking about multiple I, I I mean, it's uh, I guess I don't know. I don't really know what the Doom, difference is. D- Doom came, came out so early in, in the yeah. year,
2: and it is a different pace and it is a different vibe, right? All the games you just said, into to some extent, are we're realistic. You're some kind of military grunt, blah blah. blah. Whereas this, are you're the fucking super soldier in demon hell space? Go well, fucking blast everything. Overwatch doesn't it go. go, 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 just go.
0: Fun. I think it's more. Yeah. yeah, it was a fun campaign. I think more. Campaign plus multiplayer equals shooter game, but I mean like Doom, yeah, Doom totally is, but I I view Doom more similarly to the way I look at an Uncharted,
2: Mm. where it's like
0: it's it's more of a it's a it's a single player game that you're playing through, and like it could have a multiplayer aspect to it. it. Yeah, I know, but like that it's uncharted. but it's like I don't know. And again, I could I could be totally talking out of my ass here, but um, you're not playing competitive Doom. No,
2: no, and Have like, you thought no. about starting playing competitive. Game? You <laughs> well, could be number one in the world you know, pretty quick
1: <laughs> Number one, but would it be worth it? I don't what, know. You know what I mean would anyone care <laughs> <No>. <laughs> There's the only way to find out? patreon.com slash Alfredo uh, <laughs> <laughs> That plug, uh now doom was doom was great. I didn't I mean I loved the single player. I like a play I played it on console uh, And the multiplayer didn't transition that well on a controller So I can't really speak to too much in terms of like multiplayer Doom because PC, that's where they had all the mods and that's where the community was for multiplayer Mm -hmm. as opposed to like, you know, um, Call of Duty where that, you know, that multiplayer bases on uh, console. console. But my God, hold on. Going to Modern Warfare Remastered, did they mess that up on PC? It was just a mess. Uh, It seems like that happens a lot of PC games. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dishonor was the best us, too. Okay, okay. How are you guys enjoying Watch Dogs 2 on PC? You know, it's just Master Race. All right, we got the Hertz. We got the customization. Oh, yeah, everyone loves the teraflops and your fucking yeah, video drivers. It's great. It's, great. it's fun times. Um, but, yeah, no, just just jumping over to Marvel for Remastered. I remember, like, I gra- I got a key off Steam, and then I couldn't play with my friend who owned it on Windows. Like, on the Windows, like, game store. They yeah. split that base up why how do you mess that up like the the player base for like You know, I mean obviously you play that game on a console, right? I give credit where credits do, but How do you how do you mess that up? How do you cut that very small player base even thinner? like by doing that I don't I don't even know but um, I Think in going going into like the shooters. I think it's a great time for shooters right now. I love that you Oh Man, COD multiplayer is just in a weird state right now. I just don't feel like they're... I feel like their identity is kind of lost. Mm. You know, I saw the multiplayer and I was like, what am I... Am I watching like an arena shooter right now? I'm not quite sure what's happening. I like the single player. I thought single player was great. I was happy that even though a lot of people were upset that COD went into space, I mean, you had remastered, right? So if you want that old school. Um, Battlefield is awesome. And man, do the like... I think for me single-player Battlefield is my favorite single-player shooter uh, out of the like Battlefield so, title. It's the only fall. one I played, but
0: whole oh, fuck it it's was good. It's
1: really good, and you would not see me say that. Like it was like, oh, Battlefield 4 or Hardline. You know what I mean? But yeah, here, yeah. here came Battlefield 1 with this amazing single-player. Um, oh, man. I just feel like it's – you. you have your choices. You have the tactical – um rainbow you have overwatch which is just fun goofy with characters but you can get pretty serious in that too you got battlefield which does a great job of being a casual fun like shooter and then you know if you're very it's weird because back in the day everyone was like world war fatigue but now we're like give me the world war right. like, well now they're getting sick
2: of being futuristic yeah suits right and everything it's, it's, else. A, it's yeah. a
1: super opposite and then um i don't really compare a lot of people compare titanfall and CODs multiplayer, but it's different. Like other, you have a giant mech, and the the map sizes are different, and the way it plays is different. But I think it's a great year for shooters, mm-hmm. and just period. You know what I mean?
0: Do you think that any of those three failed on either the single or multi- multiplayer front? So instantly, my mind jumps to Infinite Warfare
1: multiplayer fails. But I think I've just come to realize that I'm a part of that like old school. COD genre, right? Where I just like, you know, I like COD the way it is, but obviously COD still sells well. You know what I mean? They're still going to have the Infinite Warfare multiplayer tournaments. And I feel like that's because there's a new generation out there that loves the new age COD multiplayer. That just isn't me. Mm -hmm. So like instantly I'm like, ugh, COD multiplayer, what the hell? Like I played the beta and I was like, "Uh, uh, no, not my jam. But uh, personally, I would say Infinite Warfare is multiplayer. Um, they did a good job with remastered. Better than I thought they would. Battlefield's great. Titanfall's great. But yeah, that one. Even though it's still going to sell well and they're going to have tournaments and tons of kids are going to play it. It's going to have a huge player base still.
0: Do you think all three single players are worth playing?
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed Battlefield the most. I think they did a great job of like telling a story with like different characters. And I cared about all of them. Mm. Um, the pigeons the war pigeons Shadows man the pigeons. actually got to be a war pigeon it was very touching um you go into cod single player that was great it's you know, you, you, you know what to expect it's an action movie so action, but it's michael bay like campaign the thing about much. it for
2: me is that you know i started battlefield and then i started cod and i've mm-hmm. beaten titanfall single player uh, and so Battlefield, because it's segmented, I feel like I got the thrust of it. I'm yeah. not like anxious to get back to it. Yeah. But when I beat when I Platinum Watchdogs, the plan is to go back and finish off Infinite mm-hmm. Warfare's campaign. Cause it's like it's still just in the middle of that story. Like I, you know, I took yeah. the bookmark and put it in there and shut it. And I'm like, I actually want to get back because I did like those characters yeah. and I did think they were doing interesting stuff, and I want to see what happens
1: next. Yeah. Um I think they all did a really good job. Timefall, I wasn't as like hyped about campaign i mean you guys if you guys you know saw the review that, top alfredo yeah, yeah i wasn't hyped about it you know i sat there i play i went to the review. Event, it's review good event, i played it it's good but it's not like everyone's on you know social media it's amazing this is great you gotta play it i just i didn't connect emotionally the way i thought i would uh i felt like i had a lot of issues with pacing it had great platforming segments which just blew my mind I did not expect there's some levels that in there that came out of nowhere, which was great. Um, so I worked mechanically, but I just didn't care about the story or the characters or the war I was fighting. And I thought it was crazy. And then Colin and Greg were like, it's good, not great. And I was like, oh, okay. so now you're crazy, but you have friends. Yeah, I'm, cra- I'm crazy with friends.
0: Good. I like that. Up high, I feel like Batman be yeah. Superman.
1: Uh, yeah. That's what I have like to see, too. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Third topic of the day brought to you by Patreon supporter Aziz. Aziz, Aziz, what up, Aziz? It. He says, "What are your favorite game trailers this year? Has it been a better year than average for game trailers?" Ooh, sounds like it was a bad year for game trailers.
2: Dun, 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 dun. Great year for Easy Allies! Patreon.com/slash Easy Allies.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, that was too easy. Recently, with the Overwatch cinematic trailers, which all came out this year, and the Final Fantasy 15 Omen trailer, I feel like this year in particular, game trailers have really stepped up their game and much and are much more impressive than normal. I know you guys don't care about Overwatch. I do, but <laughs> do you think you could watch those trailers in the Final Fantasy 15 Omen trailer before the show? See if you get whatever. Okay, I've seen those trailers. Um, I've seen them too. What do you What do you guys think?
2: I'm trying to think. That's the problem. Yeah, is that trailers have gotten to such a point, right, where they're usually great. Like, but I mean, like when I think of like when you say best video game trailers, right? I I'm like, back. I'm like Mad World, Gears yeah, of War. Gears you know what me. I right. mean? Yeah. Like, I'm I not. Back. I don't. I'm like trying to think of like, oh well, what. What has been great this year? You know what I mean? Like
0: what has stood out above the rest? And it's like. See for me, I the art of the video game trailer is something I appreciate the most about video games. Mm. I've said this many times. I'm, I, I love the hype. I'm a student of the hype. Oh yeah. And when it comes to to E3 or to PSX or to any of these conventions where like people announce the games, like the trailer is the most important part For of that because sure. that's how you announce the game. And I feel like we've went through kind of phases and eras when it comes to video game trailers. Like back in the day, it was just a video game trailer was random cuts of gameplay without any music underneath it and it was just here here's parts of the game yep period then it kind of transitioned into more like all right we're going to kind of eight movie trailers but it was movie trailers at the time so we're getting the in a world where blah 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 and you'd see these video game like it was really text-based then we kind of moved into the era where it was just cg cutscenes, and that was it and you're not getting any gameplay at all yeah Um, And it was just like simulated gameplay or whatever, then we got to the point where we're getting a lot of uh Licensed music in trailers, and mm-hmm. that's when we start getting the Gears of War, Mad World, Assassin's Creed stuff, you know the Ass- Assassin's Creed revelations, yep. and that whole era where Didn't it's just like the
1: Assassin's Creed Pirate one that Drake
0: music over. I was it. gonna
1: say, then we come to the dubstep <laughs> era <where laughs> everything was dubstep, oh, There's dubstep.
0: There is, but there was like clear things where everybody just does the same thing over and yeah. over. Uh, and then, it, then we hit a point where like live action trailers in the Halo 3 days. Were like really taken off Metroid other M had an amazing one and it was just like here's a live action thing But we're at a point now where that stuff used to be fucking awesome and the CG stuff the Star Wars anything the blur does blur but, yeah, um, yep. All the Star Wars uh, RPG like, MMOs Those trailers were amazing the force Unleashed trailers were amazing um and Now we're at a point where it's like if you show that stuff you lose you know, like having a full CG as beautiful as it is. Shout out to Dishonored 2. That CG trailer is fucking awesome. But people, people look at see that the gameplay. and they're like, no, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. We're at a point where the gameplay can and should speak for itself. 100%. Um, so it's like the art of the trailer these days is really tricky because I feel like it's almost impossible to please anyone. <laughs> Yeah,
2: you know. No, you're 100 percent correct with that. The one I was, you know, digging around online, I remember that E3 trailer for We Happy Few. Mm-hmm. That was really good. But again, they showed some of the game and then gave you the trailer. Exactly. And it's the same thing. Where it's like, does the Spider Man reveal teaser act as a trailer? Because there's CG in that, and then there's yeah. that little segment that looks like gameplay, but isn't. Who knows? I mean, and, but
0: it, I'd count that as a trailer.
2: But even that isn't
0: like I wasn't like, holy shit, what a trailer! I was like, holy shit, what an announcement! Fuck, yeah. I can't wait yeah. for this game. And that's true. That's true. I think that when you think all-time, uh, maybe not best trailers, but just influential trailers, like Dead Island. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Because yeah. Dead Island, that's all of a sudden, here's a game, here's an announcement that you wouldn't have cared about. It could be in any type of press release. No one would give a fuck about Dead Island. But because of that trailer... Everyone was looking forward. Yeah, that was a
2: new IP from developer and uh, publisher at the time that nobody was like, I don't wanna care about these people, who are they? You know what I mean? What does this mean? And then they put out the trailer It was just fucking phenomenal. Yeah,
0: so it's like to have that type of like, oh shit from a trailer, is that's a huge accomplishment these days. And I think that when it comes to, there's the flip side of that, where uh, like Death Stranding comes to mind, where it's just like, yeah, that was an announcement, but there was also a trailer, which gave us enough to speculate and be able to talk about and have a discussion about what could this be. Sure. Um, so it's like I definitely think that that was one of the stronger trailers of the year. Having said that, it's a whole bunch of nothing. It's fluff. You know, but it's fluff that we can kind of
2: Norman is invisible baby and umbilical dogs are thinking like six psychomantises or whatever in the sky.
0: Um and it, but again, like Kojima's master of trailers. He yeah. always has been. Uh like thinking of Metal Gear Solid, any any Metal Gear Solid trailer, really. Yeah. Uh, but the the trailers leading into four, 15-minute long trailers were fucking great. And in five, every single Metal Gear Solid five trailer made you go, This is a real video game? Yeah. Like that's insane. Yeah. Uh but I think this E3 had a lot of things like that Spider-Man moment that were kind of like, oh, this is this is cool, but it's more of the announcement. Like, and I, Death Stranding kind of falls into that as well. 100%. It was the um,
2: shock that they had it, right? That that was what happened.
0: The thing of E3 trailers, because E3 is when we get the most trailers, uh, I think Detroit Become Human was the one... That did the most for me in the sense of, I didn't give a fuck about this. Now I do.
2: What was the, it, it was the one with the guy. It was all cut from the demo of them on the rooftop. Yeah. Right? And showing yeah.
0: different uh, ways that right. things could play yeah. out with uh, with. See, like when I think of Detroit,
2: I think about the one where, first off, obviously the Kara short film or whatever, but then the one even where it is her just walking and she like turns around and all the other AIs are noticing as she goes and then she's like, my name's Kara or whatever and blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
0: Um, another, but yeah, that sold me on the game that I wasn't sold on. So yeah. kudos to them. Uh, also at E3, man, the Sony press conference, they really, they, they killed it. Uh, Resident Evil seven, like that was one where that trailer was happening. And as it was happening, it wasn't a great trailer. Cause like people kind of didn't care, yeah. but I feel like towards the end of it, everyone's like, wait, but what is this? You know? And that's yeah. another good thing for if you're going to, even if it is a cheap, it's an announcement. So you got that like cheap pop there. It was fucking Resident Evil seven and no one saw that coming until the title came up. And that is crazy. I mean similarly it gets overlooked all the time and cuz there it was the weird tease that then
2: led to the giant demo at the end but days gone initial trailer before we knew it was about the freakers or the tweakers or whatever they are uh zombies mm-hmm. when it was just you know uh Sam Witwer talking about the you know losing this girl and how everything's changed. I was into that. I was interested in that and I thought that was a really interesting note for that because it did leave us with a lot of questions but then when you saw the gameplay you're like oh it's just zombies Mm -hmm. yeah that that it didn't mesh with what they had built i thought
1: something i'm kind of torn on um was i remember like back during the day when the announcements were really during the press conferences and you're like oh my goodness what is this and the trailer would pop up and maybe get gameplay on top of that but how do you guys feel like now with sometimes you'll kind of get the teaser or like the game will be announced like a week or two before e3 but then you
0: most likely get the game demo during E3? Mm-hmm. Are you for that? You're- I mean, I think it's just things have changed. Like yeah. We're just at a point now where it's a race to get news. Yep. You know, it's, you like, it's about getting headline. a headline. You don't yeah, it. it's like, don't right. want to
1: be cluttered with all the E3 That's news the thing. Is, it's like,
0: yeah, it's like at E3, How? why would people care about talking about um, I'm trying to give an example, but Gears, Gears 4. Why yeah. would they care about that when Kojima to. came out and talked about Death Strand? You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like Gears 4, it's the fourth game. Cool, you know, we get mm-hmm. it. So it's like them talking about that early, it's almost like a, uh, hey. We don't know, want to be included we,
2: in the 15 coolest things from Sony's press conference. We want you just to put up this exactly, trailer. Because right. then, because at the press conference, when they do the demo like you're talking about, right, mm. then it speaks to the audience that cares about that. Yes. Like that God of War demo was awesome, right? Oh, and, God, but, yeah. yeah. that was the whole thing, is like that had been teased
0: to an extent. For so, everybody. A lot yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but it, the, the trailers that stand out to me this year... You, you nailed it there. The Final Fantasy XV Omen trailer. That was a trailer. It's fully CG. So it is totally just cheating. And it's like a trailer uh, representative of a bygone era. But so is Final Fantasy XV at this point. Uh, but I saw that trailer and I'm like, I need to show Kevin this. This is going to make Kevin want to play this game. This is fucking awesome. And I think that, that that is the high five, guys. You did it. And the other trailers this year that did that for me were Battlefield 1. The mm. There was a trailer, that, the, the single player campaign yeah, yeah, trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah i saw that and it made me play the game amazing why did i play battlefield you know i'm not a guy that would do that that trailer made me play the game and i'm like good job i think that's my trailer of the year for sure i like
1: that it looked amazing then you played it and it it still looked amazing
0: i got the experience (laughs) do you you
1: remember the siege demo that they had which wasn't really a demo it was more just like a video and they made Siege look absolutely great and then the game came out and it looked nothing
0: no, I yeah. not but but I mean that was the other thing, like back in the day, Kill Zone 2, seeing trailers for that, and it's just like that's oh. what I was talking about, where it was like CG representing gameplay, and it's like I'm happy we're not there sure. anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Final Fantasy 15 trailer was great, Battlefield was great, all the Overwatch, like animated did those shorts.
1: Count trailers? I mean,
0: he's counting them as trailers. I don't think so. I think that they're they're more supplemental marketing. Yeah. But I mean they're fucking great. They're great. And like- they definitely did a great job of selling the game world. Yep. Um and they're still coming out and they're still awesome. Mm-hmm. They just had what well, BlitzCon, they had Sombra, like her announcement
1: was with one of those little like CG like uh, stories, and it was awesome. Oh yeah, Sombra's great.
0: The trailer of E3 for me though, South Park fractured butthole. Oh, oh, yeah. So good. That trailer to me represents the best of what South Park has to offer, which is super quick, smart humor it's commentary on something happening and that commentary happens to be about superhero movies yeah and it was just like so they nailed the the niche that they're going for talk they spoke directly to us as gamers making jokes about e3 demos and they just they yeah. couldn't have done better yeah with they that trailer and, and they, they made that game that everybody already knows is going to be great they just were like oh wait but here's why it's going to be great right. so that's what a good trailer does um what other trailers you remember like old school ones that are like Old school ones. I mean, Halo 2, when you
1: just have that like reveal of Chief, like you just the the desert and you just hear Cortana. That was three. That was Halo 3. That was three. Yeah. That was, that the was three. The fight. That Halo three. 2 finish was the, the, I need a fight. weapon. Yes. And that was cool because that was in theaters. And I was like, why is this on the giant screen of a movie theater? And I'm the only one that cares about this right now. <laughs> but it is awesome. Yeah. Um Yes, that was two. And yeah, the one I was talking about was three. That one to me. It was so. I watched that trailer every single day for six months because I was so hyped about that.
0: This, the way they set it up was great. Yeah. Which is, you don't see him. You don't see him. And he you comes into hear, focus. It. Yeah. And then he does the fucking jump. There's the bubble shield. The music kicks in. And then and that he, bubble. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was like,
1: what is that? Let me, give me have it now. Yeah.
0: Oh, so fucking good. Oh. And, then, and then Halo 3, like later, the later trailers were great for it too when they did that whole. The diorama. the diorama. one? And yeah. I was ago. Memorial, I think it was called.
1: That was breaking my heart because I remember seeing that. And then you just used to Chief being such a badass. And then you see um It wasn't the the brutes. You saw that like one of the like I think it was a chief and brute. He was like holding up chief, and chief is just there dangling like this. And it was like, oh my god, are they gonna kill Master Chief? (laughs) He
0: looks up. Back when people care,
1: yeah, right. And he had the grenade. He looks up, and it's just like believe or something like that. I was like,
0: (gasps) and then there was the Starry Night trailer for Halo Three that was the CG they did a really one. good where job where there was the little kids, kids in the, 3, the field and yeah. the oh I yeah. remember that one yeah. that one was good yeah that was I mean
2: awesome. it, when I think of them you're talking you hit on it right whenever Blur did something and this is back in the day now I want to go as well but I mean remember when that DC Universe Online trailer for, trailer mm-hmm. came which was it turned out just the opening cinematic of the game but when it starts and everybody's getting killed and you're seeing superheroes get murdered and shit and yep. like, everybody's like what the yeah. fuck is this I mean this? that and
0: the, the Star Wars yep. older Republic Star Wars I mean, Old Republic I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah fucking good when lord when the thing
2: comes
1: down it's like a million red lightsabers
0: turned. It oh awesome.
1: it's just chills yeah, yeah so freaking great yeah i actually wanted to play dc universe online and then i was like oh it's i was like ah oh, it's not my kind of game but, <laughs> but the trailer yeah made me want to invest it into at least looking into it yeah, totally and that's you know why I mean? it worked
2: out so well yeah. right is that they did that and they fanned that flame and so mm-hmm. yeah not doing wrong not everybody stuck around but enough people did that yep. i remember when that game came out they were like we didn't print enough copies sorry everybody <laughs> like we're working on it like yeah, yeah people
0: we're all over it oh man that's so funny uh other notes i have left for dead I remember the Left 4 Dead 1 trailer. I don't remember it. Uh, it. It's just, it was just a trailer for the game, and it was CG and stuff, but what I really appreciate about it, especially in hindsight, is more so than I think any trailer I've ever seen that was a CG uh, trailer they nailed what that game was mm. yep like everything they showed in that trailer you could do in the game and happen in the game and it felt like it did in that trailer yeah unlike star wars or dc universe online where sure. you watch this awesome thing and then the gameplay is not that right with left 4 dead they just kind of took the fun elements of things that actually happen in gameplay and made a a video out of it yeah, and, yeah. i mean i remember right.
1: seeing that and i was like i this looks awesome i hope i can play it the way i think it exactly is. exactly And the game came out and you're like oh my goodness i finally get to be that person that's like trying to survive a zombie horde coming at me and then uh it it was a great game and then you had just you guys remember the resident evil one where they try to have that as a raccoon city oh yeah, yeah and, yeah, and yeah. i was stories. like "Ooh!"
2: and then it was just bad Ooh, no, yeah. ah. i mean you're
1: talking about the best
2: trailers just all time i mean you have to put the last of us up there Yes. That reveal mm. that was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. You remember that time period, right? It's right after the Uncharted come out. What it was Uncharted three, right? Yeah, Uncharted three had come out, and uh, it was like in what a few months, and everybody's in the then when that Naughty Dog logo hit for Game the Wars, first time, yeah. everybody's like, "What the What's fuck?" What's They broke into two teams, one, what? and then it's just like completely different, yeah. totally dark dystopian <laughs> fuck, thing. That was
0: great. Um, everybody's like, "Is that Ellen
2: Page?" Yeah. <laughs> <everyone>. <laughs>
0: Uh, GTA. Gotta give a shout out to GTA. GTA and Zelda. Those are two game series that like every time they put a trailer out, or at least majority of times, like those are really special.
2: The thing about it for GTA in particular is those are always moments in time. I remember every time GTA 5 dropped something new being totally into it. And I I remember that Stevie Wonder songs that they played. Superstitious or was it not superstitious? Anyways, uh, it was uh, no, I think it was a, a lot. Oh, getting ready to go. Hip hop, no. well, I don't know. It's the. Though- Anyways, it's lies for sure. It's about lies. Anyways, that was a great song, and I remember that trailer being really important, mm-hmm. but I don't remember any really what happens in it anymore. I remember Trevor fucking around a lot, but that's also just playing the game.
0: Yeah. But it just sets the world up, right? I like, remember yeah. how hyped
1: and how well just screenshots did for <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, GTA yeah. 5.
0: Yeah, two screenshots, and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But I mean, even the Vice City trailer was like, we were just talking about a couple of days ago with the Flock of Seagulls. That was fantastic. And then San, San Andreas with uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Yep. That trailer was like, Goddamn, get the hell out of here. You're too good. All right. Final topic of the day. Ooh. Brought to you by you, as always. You can go.
2: Skeletons. Stevie Wonder skeletons. skeletons. Everybody skeletons. from Last Topic.
0: You can go to kindofwenty.com slash gamescast topic to leave a question. But our boy Yasir Madhour, he supported us on Patreon. So we're going to read his question. Get it. A topic that is only kind of. Video game related. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had problems with a girlfriend who did not like you spending so much time playing games? If yes, how did you deal with it? Or does the fact that it's part of your jobs put an end to the discussion? Just curious. I feel like this was a very apt thing to have with my good friend Alfredo Diaz here. Because I just want to say I was the girlfriend in this situation. What? As Alfredo's out here playing Counter Strike, playing Splinter Cell, leaving me in the dust. You have to hang out with this Kevin Coelho. <laughs> I had fun yeah, yeah, yeah. hanging out with Kevin. Yeah. Uh man. There's
1: I mean, I've had many relationships. Some didn't even affect them at all. Others, definitely. And one of my more well, I I mean I'm not with Jackie and it's great because she games and that's just freaking awesome. You mean big plays Jackie Butler? Big plays butler. Um but best. man, like five years ago I was in a a long term relationship. And those are the times where I was having I had my nine to five at IGN. And then I came home and I was like two, three years ago and I started doing Twitch and she was just Mm. like, you spent all this time playing video games and now you come home and all you do is play video games for everyone else and this didn't make any sense to her. And then on top of that, I was like, look, this could be something that I could be doing as a full time job one day. And she was like, that's not going to be a full time thing. No one's going to watch you play video games and not going to get paid that much for it. In your face. In her face. Luckily, though, eventually she was not, she was like a really casual game, Candy sure. Crush, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I tried getting her into video games and we, oddly enough Diablo. Ah. Yeah. Just the whole loot <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 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 That was great. That, that clicked for she, she played videos a little bit, understood it. But it was a constant, even then, it was a constant struggle of you're not spending enough time with me. Mm, i've never yeah. had
2: it in terms of yeah you're playing too much it, it was or it, it, it's the ones i think of right are with an ex-girlfriend i remember and she didn't mind me playing games all the time like i was but it was like we went to her house her parents house for christmas or some mm-hmm. holiday right and we we're sitting around for days at a time and she i was playing she uh, had a conversation like my parents think you're playing your PSP too much. I'm like, all we're doing is sitting around watching TV. Like I don't like any of the shows they're watching and we're not talking. It's not like I'm missing conversations. That's my entertainment Avenue and you need to explain that to them. And they did. And that was fine. You know what I mean? once there was a conversation about what it meant and then I guess with other relationships, there's been maybe I, you know, I'm a binge gamer like oh cool I have a free day that's all I'm fucking doing because I don't know when I'm going to get to play this again Mm -hmm. and that can be
1: weird for people yeah but but I can relate to that because going back to that same relationship whenever I went over to her family's house she had a younger brother and he was only allowed to play for about half an hour a day Mm -hmm. and here I am doing that full time so to them there was just like what you know you're with this person who his job is to play video games and talk about video games and then he wants to full time just play live for other people so not only did that not resonate with like her very well but even with her family sure but that was the most extreme situation most of my relationships have just been more you know i'm playing games cool she's doing her own thing but there wasn't that like connection like i have with this relationship where i'm playing and then i'm like oh i gotta make room for my girlfriend but it was a good type. It's a good type of thing where it's like with Jackie. It's like, oh, I like hell yeah! I'm kicking like the weakest person in the squad, bringing in big plays. So she can big help plays. Play. <laughs> yeah.
2: then we're gonna go to fucking dinner at 3 a.m. You guys have the weirdest schedules I've ever seen. When it was- it's I I wake up to look at Twitter. Schedule. Twitter like things you've missed. <laughs> it's Like
1: it.
0: night owls, Jackie and Alfredo. Not you more though. Not with school and everything. She's going no, through, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've been. I mean, I'm trying to think of any time our relationships ever gotten in the way of my gaming or gaming's ever gotten in the way of my, a relationship. And I don't think, think it ever has. I think no. for me, it, the, in the most indirect way is that my job is so video game focused and my job gets in the way constantly. So sometimes I think video games get the, the brunt of it and they get blamed. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, don't be hitting on video games. They didn't do anything to you. Uh, but yeah, I feel like with all my relationships, they've kind of just got it. They understood that it's yeah. my thing and yeah. that I enjoy it the way I do, but I'm also, I binge games when i play games and i don't play that often you know it's like when i get into something i'm going to be super into it otherwise i'll play through the campaign and be done and, yeah. and I'm, I'm not i'm not like you i'm not multiplayer like yeah, yeah, going crazy like i think smash bros is the one thing that i consistently will always play or overwatch I, like i'll pop in yeah and once, play casually just for a little bit once or twice a week and i'll play you know a couple rounds Be like, mm-hmm. cool i'm good but smash bros is the thing where it's like anytime me and current have some free time we're just like let's fucking go it's a, when, it's
1: when we get our switches
2: Yes. Are we going to play Smash at the end of every day? You want to you want to pick up some Smash every day. Oh, I love door? that. Yeah.
0: I'd fucking love that. I fucked up last topic. Nintendo Switch trailer. That's definitely something great, I great a one shout one that to shout out to. They did such a good job of showing what that device is and why you should care. Um, sorry. But but yeah, I mean I think that uh you just you got to communicate. It's all about love and sex know, stuff. Love and sex every, every Monday at a 9 a.m. except for now right, right now. Uh, but yeah, no, it's
1: I I I think there's a lot of pros and cons like like I, Kevin I know, like with Jack, it's like sounds sounds amazing that I have this this girlfriend that hardcore games. But at the same time, I've Never gotten into a fight with a girlfriend off of like, you know, directions, call outs in a video game before. But, you know, that's something funny. that her and I get into. Sometimes we'll get to arguments about call out to how a certain situation played out. So that's that's an interesting experience. But also, I want to just say that you don't have to like if you're a hardcore gamer, you don't have to, you know, don't feel like oh I'm not going to really connect with a girl unless she's a girl gamer. Like I've connected, you know, you can connect with someone who's not a video game. Person. Absolutely. Yeah. Alfredo's sure. connected
0: with a lot of women. He has but he's also connected to a lot of video games. You get me in trouble, Greg! I didn't get in trouble! He's cheating on me fucking Counter-Strike. I'll never forgive you for that. Mm, mm, mm. Gerardo Martinez says, with Activision seemingly going more futuristic with each Call of Duty iteration, should they follow the success of EA's Battlefield 1 by tackling an older time period, or one with a modern setting?
1: Yes. I think for at least the next handful of Call of Duties, they're fine, like, doing their own thing which is releasing the futuristic one but then also like maybe my remastered too. no way you got to start that you got to come back now
2: because you've got you finally it it was a joke forever that was gonna be call of duty in space and now call of Duty's in space so now you got to come back and this is I think one of the things they have the benefit of with the multiple studios right like Mm. it's uh uh, Infinity Ward now, Sledgehammer next, then Treyarch, right? Like, cool. The, we we you know the Black Ops storyline's gone and done its whole thing. I'm assuming they probably want to keep that going. Black Ops three will be yeah the, the Treyarch's next one. What Sledge is gonna do? Who knows? You, I mean, th- what was there Advanced Warfare? Yeah, what was the Kevin Spacey one? They did the Kevin Advanced Spacey one. Warfighter.
1: Advanced no, Warfare. Warfare. Warfare.
2: And it, I'm right that that was them, right there. Or did they do go- Ghost <laughs> Ghosts? Who did Ghosts? Doesn't matter. This is where Kevin or Colin would be helpful. But Infinity fuck did ghosts. They did. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So then Sledgehammer comes around. I don't think you can keep going into the future. And I think that even. I think present is seems like a weird step backwards. Whereas if you can Mm -hmm. now start alternating where it's like, okay, cool. So we go future, you know, infinite warfare is in the far flung future. Now we're going to go back to the past and do something because they've probably seen the success. I shouldn't say that actually that's that would be bad. They've seen the success battlefield one would have. So I'm sure that makes them feel really good about their decisions. They would have made two to three years ago because that's not like they're you know going to make this game in nine months or whatever. And then you go and then you can have something more modern kind of cuz that's that was black ops thing right where it was the uh the exoskeleton yeah, was black exo ops suits. 2 and it was like kind of
1: still in our time period but a little bit more advanced yeah black yeah, ops yeah. 3 yeah, with the yeah, exo yeah. Suits and stuff like that but uh, i don't know maybe just i uh, know i definitely i mean for them to go back in time and just do like what battlefield did i think would be like a smart thing in terms of just like how everyone would take it but i still think they sold they sold that game really well there's so many people That just bought Call of Duty, um, like the just to play remastered. Sure, they spent way more money than they wanted to just because they wanted that experience. And it was one of those things where they got the campaign, they got the remastered, and then just the futuristic one is there to service that generation or like the people that want that. Um, I'd like to see them just go back and and then and just have that Um, dinosaurs, yeah, go way prehistoric like. Far Cry. Call of Duty, Primal. Well, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Do you think they sold? I mean, it seemed like they sold really well.
2: It's what they, I think the numbers are
1: softer. They yeah, said in terms yeah. of, it, but I mean, like,
2: whatever. It's not like a huge drop off, mm-hmm. but it is that thing. I, I don't know how much I I know the remaster did really well this year, but how many remasters do you have up your sleeve? Right. Like, I feel like you could yeah. start seeding these out. These studios to do different things mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, cool. So uh, uh Inf- Infinity Ward's doing the far flung future. Sledge do past stuff and then we'll have the more contemporary stuff from uh, Treyarch. Yeah. Be smart to split up that way. And we'll they see. just keep
1: alternating to keep it fresh. Jojo.
0: Right. So hey, hey Fredo, you, you suck for Halo Wars 2?
1: Ooh. That's a game that again, I'll just sit back and watch. Um like real time strategy. Not it's, it's not much. Yeah, like your brother that. got really into it. Yeah, my younger brother got really into it. And uh I mean, I'll give it a try because that's, you know, how it goes with being like a variety streamer. You give everything a try that's like new that day. Um, so I'll give it a try. Maybe I'll get into it a little bit more with a mouse and keyboard. But I did Starcraft like six years ago and it was, it was cool, like, but I just, it wasn't my thing. Hmm. Um, I'd rather just watch people that are good at that game play that game. You know, same thing with like me and like Counter-Strike. I like Counter-Strike on PC and it's fun, but I'd rather just watch really good people. And other people would rather watch really good people play that kind of
0: game. Joe Naju says, could a hula dancing VR game using move controls be the future of gaming? No. It's a very small market. Just, just you. Know you. Know what I mean? Would Literally, you be the, you. the top yeah. of the leaderboard?
1: Uh, probably. You think you still got it? At least in the US region. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that includes Hawaii. Yeah, that's true. That is very true. But I feel like by practice, we might we might step it up a bit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, I'll, I'll wrap the kind of funny. Thank song. you, thank you. I love it. You know what I mean? I love the it. sash.
0: Oh man, my mom is texting me nonstop right now because she has a very angry Comcast employee there. Who I'm <laughs> like, why is he angry? Like you should be the one. Angry yeah, right yeah, now. yeah. So I don't, wow. Your mom called me a week ago just to double check that, that was my number. Left the message and everything. She's sweet. That's my mom for you. Mm-hmm. Justin Pruitt says. Hey, Alfredo. How do you feel about Hello. getting hundreds of adults readdicted addicted to Pokemon cards? Ooh, that was fun. That was, was. great.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, because like they, they... In a nutshell, what happened? Um, so essentially, like, Pokemon had uh, a... a, a Series which now they haven't an even an even better series But they had a series where some of the cards were like the old-school Pokemon cards like first gen like back in there It's like oh my god. Yeah, it was generations. Um, that's what the series was called So I was like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. And it's one of those things. It's always fun to, Even though it's expensive. It's always fun to collect something of like course. I used to do uh, hero clicks um, Fuck yeah hero clicks. It's amazing. So good. Um Gets confusing with the rules sometimes. Lots of fights, friends like what angle is what or
0: hero clicks is where I fell in love with Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Really? Yeah. The,
0: there's a Rock dude, dude named Groot that's a fighting tree and Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm sold. Squirrel Girl too. Uh, well, yeah, Squirrel Girl was part of that. He
1: had the weirdest team. Of course. Yeah. yeah.
0: They had a bunch. Oh, I got Sinestro, and I got. I'm like, I, I got had a fucking white Squirrel Girl team. All right, we had Flash, like
1: Batman, everything. Like, we're, we're sold. Um, Still have my Superboy on uh, my mantle there. There you go. Um. But going back to Pokemon cards. Oh yeah, Pokemon cards. Yeah, generations had some of the old school ones. I was like, oh, this is a great time to get back into Pokemon. So I I got some, did a couple unboxings on the YouTube channel, um, and just started posting about about them, and everyone's like, yo, dude, what you know? I mean, where'd you get these? All of a sudden, everyone is like back into it. Very happy, but very. Upset because they're spreading money again, yeah. and uh, now is a good time because even at Kind of Funny Live, I traded some cards with, uh, with some of the all. Uh, oh, there's fam. nothing that makes nice. me yeah. happier than that. It's so good. Yeah, I felt a little dorky. they bringing you know my, my sleeves. I have my I have that collection. My hollows and everything. It's weird now. There's like full <laughs> holo cards and like oh, textured yeah. holo cards. Which is popping out of the picture. It was a little awkward, but then I was like, oh, I'm kind of digging it now. Yeah. But apparently, the latest set has the
0: actual like. OG cards, OG cards, but with revamped. different stats. Yeah, yeah, so like Charizard, now he has 150 HP yeah, instead so of 120. Yeah, so now they're like playable in the current competitive meta. And I'm like, ooh, ooh. So did you guys get re-addicted to the card game because of Pokemon Go?
1: No. No, we were just re-addicted to the card game because I just saw that, you know, they're Pokemon cards and they had some of the OG ones because, I you know, I during that time period I was just like, okay, I've played Pokemon, I played a ton of it, but I've kind of I've really fallen off and like I don't there's like how much, 700 now? You and, playing Sun and Moon? Do you have a 3DS? Um, I do have a 3DS. I do plan on picking up Good, Sun and Moon. I'm um Sun, Jackie forced me. and She was like, "I'm picking Moon and you're going Sun." And I was like, "Damn." "Damn, Sun?" "Damn, got to pick and choose your battles there, Greg." Uh, but yeah, no. Um uh, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Digital Going back real quick. Man, is it really fun though going to a comic book shop and seeing what cards they have and filling Just looking through the yeah. 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 that glass thing. Yeah, like, oh, that's good. Good times. Thirty-five dollars. Yeah, picking up just
0: picking up a comic For book a or whatnot, And then <laughs> Digital obesity. Favorite gaming snacks. People ask this all the time. Yeah. It's such a weird question. I I, I don't associate snacks and gaming in a way where yeah. I'm like, this is a gaming
2: snack. For me, it's always the thing of if I'm going to eat, I'm going to stop playing the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I take a break, put on Netflix or whatever. And I know that's a meal, yeah. but I guess I just don't snack that much. I don't graze. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a
0: snacker. That's
1: how you really enjoy your meal. I mean, I think for me, there's a lot of times I get caught off guard and I'll be like, I'll jump on and be like, oh, snap, I got a stream right now. And I'll jump on and be like, ooh, I haven't eaten like four hours in and um, so pizza I'll horse. have to just you know put something together for me. Anything that's good for in terms of snacking while playing video games. I'm a neat freak. So it can't be something that I, I have to put my hands on. Mm. I have to be able yep. to stab at it with a fork or you put your cereal in a plastic a cup it. and you eat it like a, like horse. a horse does. I do that with Try the hot cheetos. I yeah, put you put it in do. a soup cup. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah a little bit, See? a little bit bigger. Take the I Cheeto feel bag. Like
1: Feels like a normal size. You know, you get to fill it up a million times. No, no, no. like those Shakespeare's big, cups I use, the plastic uh, ones you can push big uh, <laughs> the there at the uh-huh. size of
0: your mouth. It's great. Oh man. I'll show you some things. It's next gen. Yeah. Uh Daniel Perez Daniel. wants to know Alfredo. How's your Twitch channel
1: doing? Good. Yeah, we um we're just hitting different sub milestones, especially with Twitch Prime that uh was announced in that Twitch has been awesome, mm-hmm. but no, it, it's been a good time. Uh, we've been playing just a bunch of different games right now. We're just stuck on Siege because you know the competitive season. But it's it's really interesting. I know there's there's definitely a lot of people, and this is this thing is with like Twitch, where like people will jump on and be like, "Oh man, like you're only getting a hundred viewers. Like you 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 tanked. Like you've made a terrible decision, like leaving IGN or whatever." But I don't know. We have like a weird, it's a weird channel where since I play a variety of games depending on what I'm playing is the different like subs that I have coming in. Right. And then I also have such huge support from the kind of funny family where, you know, depending on what I'm doing, they're, they're, you know, they'll jump in too. And so even though I'll get maybe, I don't know, 200 during Destiny or maybe 100 during Rainbow, I'll have like 500 plus subs. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting. But no, it's it's just been awesome.
0: That's awesome. Yeah.
1: And then yeah. everybody yeah. go
0: subscribe. Yeah. Subscribe Twitch.tv slash Alfredo plays. Yeah. It's fun times. Right? Yes. Okay. We
2: ditched the the on everything. right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Finally. On
1: everything. Yeah. Even on Twitter. What? Oh, that happened forever yeah. ago. Will you keep up? That, please? That oh, my God. That's ago. awesome. Well, congratulations. Yeah. It's just awesome. People like you. Just, it's so interesting. The number of people you meet. I know a couple, a couple people that watch me that are uh, that play uh, in the MLB and I had one random guy who was like, hey. I can get that taken out for you. And I'm like, this sounds sketchy as fuck. Like, send me a blank check <laughs> yeah. to verify your and, and then he was like, nah, man, just uh let me know when you when you're ready to change it. And then I was like, ready. And then he just swapped it over. And I was like, whoa, that's awesome. I even have someone who's like doing a whole like overhaul in terms of like uh getting a whole Logo and mer- uh-huh. like merchandise
0: on like of stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. So it's this great. is Graphics a the final, package and everything Final question for the day kind of jumps off of that. Mm-hmm. Cappy cool wants to know I'd like to hear a discussion about meeting online friends in real life. Oh It's always a good time. I don't know from from my experiences is always
1: a good time Because um, it's usually people especially when it comes to like twitch it's usually people that you've talked to a million times so it's one of those things that I realize as long as I'm just, you know, showing that the door is wide open, then they're just totally on the same page, right? Their, mm-hmm. their energy, depending on where my energy level is at, that's where they're at with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that a lot with just. Um, any event or like kind of funny in general. Sure, like people come up and be like, yo, what's up, dude? Hey Alfredo, like love your I'm like, Oh man, like you know, like what's your, you know, what's your username? Like, what have you seen? All that kind of stuff. Like, thank you so much, and then they'll tell you and be like oh. so many times, like, oh my god, like I can't that's you, like, really. What's up? Like, that's what I was t- it yeah. drives me
2: crazy when people talk to us and then bounce and then they'll tweet us that they saw us, and I'm like, yeah. Holy shit, you're this guy? Yeah, you're the Doug funny picture. Yeah, yeah I know who you are. Why do you say Josh? that? Yeah, he He's knows exactly that now. He yeah. knows to say that every time we run each other. But yeah, that's the nice thing about us being you know, this small family now, right? And mm-hmm. I have the best friends moniker that I throw around is the truth of like, yep. You know, we used to, you know, you used to sponsor us on Patreon. You came to my house. Mm-hmm. You walked into my house and like, this is where I live. You know where I live now. Please don't send stuff. But <laughs> yeah, i you know, yeah. like, you never worried about it because every person I've ever met who's a big enough fan to come to a meet and greet or wanna meet us or whatever is yeah. totally chill and yeah. cool. To they meet like each other. Us. Yeah. and Hang out
0: with each other yeah. and just be a community, which is the, the coolest thing. Like I, I have the online communities I've been a part of that are most music focused, but like I have friends mm-hmm. that I, I've met Cheer online and, fire, yeah. and whatever. But you were kind of the first person that introduced me to this world because back in the day when you did all those clan matches and stuff, you would have all these friends and he would talk about them as if in the same way you would talk about me. Yeah. But like these are guys that you that were from Florida that you've never met. Like I forgot their names mm-hmm. now, but like Yeah, Mike and Kevin. Mike, well, Kevin, I remember. Kevin, Kevin. we
1: actually hung out with yeah, because like he we, lived in LA. So he was he hung out with us
0: during the first E3 we ever went to. When we went to E3, so we we stayed at uh, his friend Kevin's house, who we just knew from the internet. Yeah, we yeah. even
1: stayed at his house. That, that, and that, this that, is someone like this is the first time meeting him, but he was a friend during those, you know, the CS competitor. Well, console competitive, but like competitive days. And then, and then, like, we still stayed in touch, right? And it was through social media and everything like that. And so, um, we stayed at his house and we hung out with him that whole entire week, and it wasn't awkward whatsoever. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the beauty of I mean, it. Like even Tim, it not being awkward. Yeah. Even Tim, we're like, you never even talked to him. You heard so much about him. He heard so much about you.
0: It was just like, oh, yo, dude, what up? Yeah. And I think that that's really what it comes down to is, well, we obviously like similar things. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh, there's there's that jumping off point. Like um, Kevin and I were watching something a couple of days ago, I forgot. It was a YouTube video. I think it was Captain Christian who's one of the best YouTubers of all time. So I'm gonna credit him anyways. And uh, he was talking about how, you know, people go on dates, like their first dates to movies because it gives you something to talk about. Like something that both of you have the shared experience that you can now talk about this movie. And it's like, damn, that's such a such a good point that I never really, Considered and I think that with us and with uh, a lot of the best friends out there. It's like we all have video games We all have yeah. something to talk about and, or the content that we make or whatever it is. like mm-hmm. There is inherently something to talk about. And uh, a couple of days ago, I had a great experience where, uh, I think it was yesterday maybe, um, I went to Best Buy by myself for the first time in years, usually me and Kevin. It was two days ago. Me and Kevin way, to let, way to drop the ball on that, Kevin. Man, we spent hours oh. at Best Buy. Yeah, right? Uh, Kevin was really pissed that he... I, it was the last bit of the decision. I decided I'm going to go look mm. at TVs. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 is coming out. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 is coming out. By yourself? Yeah. Way done. to let him down, Kev. Lots oh, going on. Goodness. Lots going on. So I need to look at TVs, and so I'm standing there, and I'm just doing doing the thing where I'm like staring at this TV for a while, staring at that TV for a while, trying to figure out the black levels. Does this matter? You know that don't work. But I like all all this, I know, but still, I, I'm trying to make some big decisions. But do we I still go? go there. We still go there. We still. But I was like, do see. I go OLED or do I go with the the yeah. Samsung that has better input lag for gaming and all this shit? So I'm trying to figure <laughs> out all this shit. And as I'm looking at this, this thing, needs us there, this Kevin. guy walks up to me out of nowhere, and uh, he just goes, Tim. And I like without even looking at him, I'm just like, what's up, dude? And it, like he just <laughs> he just comes and I I just knew that he was somebody that I didn't know. No, no, but he knew. <laughs> but him, I was yeah. like, he knew who I was, and I was like, cool. And I looked at him and immediately I was like, Oh, I've seen this guy before. Like he was a like, kind of funny live. Filipino mamba, what up? He's in the Twitch chat all hey. the time. And uh, and all this. Anyway, he just comes and he was just like looking, he's like, Trying to buy a TV for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah. He was like, Yeah, I watched, the, saw you on Colin and Greg Live earlier that day talking about it. He's like, Yeah, I'm looking for a TV too. And I was just like, Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I'm looking between this one and this one, but I'm thinking about buying this and returning it and blah, 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 and giving this whole CES in January. I want to wait for the new ones. He's like, Man, you're just ischemia in real life. yeah. But it was cool because it was just like, Here's a dude that I mean, I've met before, but like, I've never hung out with. I don't really know him. But without even. Thinking about it. We just had a conversation that I would have with Alfredo. He showed how replaceable yeah. Kevin really is. Absolutely. But I just <laughs> thought it was a really cool moment, even for me, where I'm just like, man, like we have something fucking so special. Yeah.
1: I think it helps is that everyone's so plugged into like social media. And like when you do game, you're usually playing and talking to with other
0: people. And the Twitch chat is, Twitch, yeah. is a game changer That's- because all of a sudden you are. Directly interacting, you can say something. People say something back. You can say something back, and then they say something back. It's not like totally YouTube different comments, than YouTube comments, right? Where it's like <laughs> I did something, you responded. Maybe I respond to your response, but I'm never going to see your response to that response. Yeah, it's you know? crazy
1: because like you guys will be doing your thing, or like even when I'm streaming, I'm doing my thing, and they'll have their own conversations. Out yeah. sometimes I look in there, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? You guys yeah. are going ham on these Pokemon Sun and Moon stats right now. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not even playing Pokemon, but you respect it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's great. Wonderful! Well, I respect you, Alfredo. I love you guys. Thank you very much for joining us, you. everybody. Go follow Alfredo at Alfredo Plays everywhere: YouTube, Twitch, thank Twitter, you guys Instagram. For
1: having me, because oh, I know it's I'm kind of like a stranger just coming in here talking about your family. Shut up, you, know, you fan! So, hashtag fan! I, I'm happy we had you for this episode. And, though. And I thank everyone. We tried playing to your watching. strengths. Thank you guys so much with the shooters. Yeah. Yeah, because before you guys would have me on talking about PlayStation stuff. But now, I mean, now that I own the console and I play and everything, yeah. before is like PlayStation stuff and like talking about the publishers. And I'm like, man, this is not my... If you're talking Xbox, I got you. But yeah, no, it's great. It's yeah. great to be on here talking about what I'm passionate you're about. welcome. Anytime, my friend. Yeah.
0: Until next time. Mm. I love you.